what is up jam fam this is maddie and we are back with another episode of the jam podcast first off we want to take a second to apologize for all the sporadic scheduling and releases of our podcast last summer and this semester has been absolutely insane for me and jesslyn it's been a great time but we've been so busy and slammed with so much work but we want you guys to know that we are so incredibly thankful for you and all the support you have shown us We still love this podcast. It has just unfortunately had to take a bit of the back burner, but that does not mean that we don't still love it and want to produce content for you guys. And so thank you if you stuck around with us and get excited because we have a lot more to come. In today's episode, we're talking to Michaela Harrison. Michaela graduated in the fall of 2021. And so this is a pre-recorded episode, but we think that everything she has to say is absolutely still relevant and important to hear about. So we're going to talk about faith and what that looks like as a college student in a Christian college and how that applies to life in the real world after you graduate. And so we loved talking to Michaela. She's one of our really good friends. And so I'm really excited for you guys to hear this episode and hopefully learn as much as we did. Hey guys, so today we're here with Michaela Harrison. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I'm Michaela Harrison, (laughs) and I'm a recent graduate at uh, MBU. I just finished fall of 21, so right now it's uh, spring of 22, and I work at Mercy Hospital St. Louis. I work in the emergency department as a technician, and then I also work in campus, which is why you've probably seen me around. Very cool, very cool. Tell us a little bit more just about kind of what we're talking about today, but also why this has been on your heart and kind of just that process of coming to talk about this and searching about it. Yeah. So, um, basically, so going to Mobat for two and a half or three, three years or whatever. Um, I saw that there was a lot of people um, joining the Christian community, getting really involved in Mobat, which is great. And all. I think that's a wonderful thing, mm-hmm. but I just noticed that there was a big disconnection with people going out into the world, actual work environments, more in the secular um, communities and just having a difficult time connecting a difficult time, actually standing from their faith and having boldness um, mm-hmm. and also just not conform- conforming to that environment. And so right. I just saw this as a very present issue um, here at school. And so I thought this would be kind of interesting to talk about. Yeah, today. I definitely see the need for it um, and definitely how it can impact people living in a kind of not that MOBAP is sheltered at all, but mm-hmm living in a very intense Christian community can sometimes be sheltering where when you are hit with the world and being in a place where you might be one of the only Christians or a minority, a lot of times you are, it's so much easier to let go of that Mm -hmm. and hold on to what they're holding on to Mm -hmm. than to stand firm. And especially if you haven't practiced it, it's not going to happen people. Mm -hmm. So getting into it today. So overall, uh, when we think about that topic, we think the problem is the fact that uh, Christian college university students have difficulty standing from presenting their faith after leaving a Christian environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the solution, oh, yeah. sorry. No, you're good. You're good. You go for it. <laughs> but the solution to that would be that Christ and the gospel should be integrated into secular world as the mission starts now. This mm-hmm. is very true. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically, like, the mission starting now, too, because I think, there's the main issue too is a lot of people just focus on, you know, hey, whenever I graduate, whenever I start my career, whenever mm-hmm. I fulfill this dream, then I can start a mission. Then I can do what 
right. whatever God has called you yeah. to do. And God still may have called you to whatever that job is. But the thing is, is that, you know, as soon as you're a Christian, the mission starts right then and there. Yeah. And that's what, you know, even in college, even on a Christian campus, when you're surrounded by Christians, there's still that mission. Mm-hmm. Um, For but, sure. But I mean, before we kind of go into that, I think um, one of the important things we have to talk about is, you know, um, not just that I'm telling you we should go forth and spread the word. We have to kind of find that basis in scripture and look back to, to what God says and, mm-hmm. and where how he specifically um, tells us to go forth and spread the word. Yeah. Um, so one of the verses that I kind of had was Mark 16, 15, which is like right after Jesus is coming out of the tomb. So it's like, you know, <laughs> he's alive and well, and these are what he's going to say. Yeah. So if you need some context, he's, you know, he's just risen from the grave, you know, probably like <laughs> huge moment for Christianity. And he says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And, you know, we kind of, that's, that's a pretty simple verse. I feel like we've, we've definitely heard that yeah. before. Um, but that's, a, I mean, reading that verse, it, it yeah. very much emphasizes that we shouldn't, the gospel shouldn't be hidden and we should not be ashamed of yeah. it. Go into all the world. Like that's, yeah. that's everywhere. That verse does not <laughs> let anything be desired. It's like go into all the world and preach the gospel, not part of the gospel, not just being nice to people. Yeah, the gospel. Yes. Not yeah. just the nice parts or the easy parts. All, the gospel to all creation. Mm-hmm. Not just where you live, not just the people that are similar to you, but every part of that. Mm-hmm. It does not leave anything to the question. <laughs> yeah. And another verse that goes along with that is Philippians 1, 27 through 28, which says, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's really good. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, like, the, the end of the verse, I really like how it says, by those who oppose you. Um, or like without being frightened by it. Anyway, yeah, not just the opposed. You said, I love yeah, it when yeah. people oppose me. That's yeah. so nice. <laughs> well, sometimes, but no, but the scripture says not being frightened because, mm-hmm. um, like scripture specifically states that we're going to be opposed and that we're going to have yeah. people go against us, which we know that. But then when that actually happens, that's when we kind of back down yeah. and get a little frightened and scared. And, and so when we have to read that, we really have to think, how did that look? And, and, you know, and, and also just almost expect it, expect to be as close, expect yeah. people to go against yeah. us, I think. As well. That's something that I feel like in Christian, you know, American Christian culture right now, a lot of times we're like, no, people shouldn't oppose you. Mm-hmm. You should be able to please everyone and get everything you want, you know, mm-hmm. and share the gospel mm-hmm. as like a side thing. And there's no emphasis on you're going to be opposed. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. And don't get deterred by it. Keep right. going because God is with you and you don't need to be frightened mm-hmm. in those moments, but they are going to happen. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that we need to be reminded of because mm-hmm. it's easy to push that to the side because that's the easy part to be like, no, mm-hmm. that's a little uncomfortable, honestly. Mm-hmm. So let's not. Yeah. <laughs> the world is all about doing what feels good to you. And if people don't like mm-hmm. you, then like you shouldn't worry about it. And you should just mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. stand up for what you like, you like, right? And in that way, it's similar because we need to stand by what we believe in all the time. Mm-hmm. But it is promised that people in the world are not going to like us. Mm-hmm. And that's not mm-hmm. something that... Um, like yeah. that's just something that's going to happen. It's guaranteed, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be weighing us down. But it also shouldn't influence us in the way that the world might want it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah, that that's really important too. I think that's specifically a, a big issue with with kind of Christian university culture. Um, 
it's just like you're you're kind of not really opposed whenever you're in that Christian environment mm-hmm. because it's almost the norm to be Christian to stand up for your faith to show yeah. you know to show your belief in Christ um, and so you, I think that's where one of the main issues is is that you kind of get that acceptance um, in a Christian environment. Whereas then whenever you kind of branch out and you have to go into an environment where there's not as many Christians, you're, you're mm-hmm. not, you know, you're the yeah. odd one out. So, you know, there's, it's kind of like a test of, of conformity, I guess, is mm-hmm. whenever you're yeah. going out there. And that's, that's something that I yeah. definitely don't see. And if you are listening to this episode and you're like, well, I'm in high school or mm-hmm. I don't go to Christian college. Yeah. This idea in principle still widely applies and is something mm-hmm. that we should all be on guard on for as I mean, for anyone that's grown up in Christianity, a lot of times, yeah, yeah. if in a church or Mm -hmm. if that was something that you grew up in a lot, it's so easy to get comfortable in a sheltered Christianity Mm -hmm. because when you're a child, your parents do protect you and that is part of their job. And so, but as you get older, you should be branching out Mm -hmm. and not just being in that easy environment, but also knowing that the Christian life is about growing Mm -hmm. and the way that you grow is by being tested and put through things that are difficult, quite Mm -hmm. honestly. Mm -hmm. And so if that's you, if you're like, Nope, Mm -hmm. not going to a Christian college. So turn off this episode. This still applies to all of us. Yeah. And, and really this story I think speaks personally to me because I went to a public high school and so I was surrounded. I was kind of like, you know, an odd one out. There's a, in, in the public school, it's very much so like the environment of like, Christianity, at least like at my school was kind of pushed out, you know, it wasn't really, it was kind of like looked at like as a belief, but it wasn't really like emphasized. And then I went to Missouri Baptist University for undergrad and I was like, oh, I, you know, I went to public school. I know, I know how the real world is. I know what it looks like. I, I'm totally prepared. Mm-hmm. And then I went to school here for three years and then I got back out and then I saw other people also going out and I was like, oh man, there's you, we get so sucked into this Christian culture environment that we don't even mm-hmm. realize we kind of forget what it's really like out there and really mm-hmm. forget what the secular world is. So, and yeah, that kind of goes along with what you are saying earlier. Yeah. Too, just, mm-hmm. yeah. Whenever I was a kid, I went to a private Christian school for nine years, the first nine years of my school. And then I went to a public high school for four years. And then I went to Missouri Baptist, which is Christian college. <laughs> so I've kind In of- case <laughs> you don't know that Missouri Baptist University is a Christian college, we will let you know in this episode. <laughs> Um, in that time, like, whenever I was a kid at my private school, like, I, I liked it there, and um, it was a Christian place, you know, mm-hmm. and there were good influences there, but, like, everyone there wasn't a Christian, you know? Those things right. will still be applied, that there's people, there were people there that were not Christians, and I were able to influence and learn those skills, but even whenever I went to public school, I had some of those skills, uh, because I'd like been intentional about talking to people who weren't Christians um, in my right. Christian school. And so that's something that I think could be applied in Christian college too, is like Michaela said earlier that we need to like start now, like the mission field is now. And while it's not always going to look like it does now, we need to take advantage of the opportunities that God's giving us now so he can prepare us to be able to do that whenever we go into the right. quote unquote mm-hmm. real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think, well, some of the patterns that I noticed, I would say in myself and in other students, um, like at a Christian university, at MoBAP, in case anyone's <laughs> um, is that, like, kind of like what I was saying earlier, is that 
the ability to share your faith and spread the gospel is often praised and encouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's kind of one of the main issues. But James 4, verse 4 says, you know, you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. And you might be like, okay, how does that kind of connect? And you're like, Michaela, you're just talking about. This know? is now counterintuitive. <laughs> but that's that's kind of exactly the, the trap. We we become a friend of the Christian culture, but not a friend to Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so in, so in the same way, if we're just being a friend to the culture, the friend to fitting in, then we're going to become a friend to that of, of the world later on mm-hmm. whenever we leave. And that's yeah. kind of the distinction that we have to make in our own hearts. Mm-hmm. And and really look look to Christ whenever we're we're making those decisions and acting out our faith and on campus and seeing if it's genuine if it's real. Yeah, that's you know? a great point because you know even as Christians we are trying to fit in. You know, because like you said, you get praised and you get encouraged to share the gospel. So if you go to Christian school, you might be like, wow, yeah, I'll do that because that's what's going to help me fit in. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though it's a inherently good thing, if mm-hmm. we're doing it for the wrong motivations, and that's just going to translate later in life to whatever. The biggest force is there mm-hmm. as versus to here it's um the christian mind did focus and force to mm-hmm. share that but mm-hmm. whenever you leave you'll still be in that habit so that's a great yeah. point yeah i would just challenge anyone who li- who's listening right now think about the ways that you are kind of i don't know sometimes when i listen to things i'm like that's not about me mm-hmm. because x y and z i'm doing this and i'm mm-hmm. doing that and i think this way and i don't think exactly like that so this doesn't apply to me but I would just challenge you right now that um, just going through the things that you do, if that's going to Bible study on Wednesdays with a church group or helping with whatever it is that you do, mm-hmm. and thinking about why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Are you doing it for that group of friends that goes with you to do that, Are you, or are you doing it for Christ? Mm-hmm. Is it out of an outpour of wanting to share the gospel? Or is it to check the box and say that you've done something? Mm -hmm. Because we can check boxes all day. And if you talk to me, you know me. I love checking boxes (laughs) all day, every day. (laughs) I do. But if your motivation behind that isn't firmly rooted in a calling and an understanding that God has commanded us as Christians Mm -hmm. to tell others about Christ, that is not, you need to rethink that Mm -hmm. and realign yourself and be like, okay, God, why am I doing these things? Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know, I would just want to put that out there for everybody. As you're looking at that and deciding, okay, this is what we're called to do versus like, this is what the Lord's calling me to do versus Mm -hmm. what people want me to do. Um, There are practical ways to help um, avoid this problem, but also like just fight against it. Mm -hmm. And there are several ways to do that, but one of those is accountability. The Bible mm-hmm. talks about accountability and mm-hmm. how iron sharpens iron because mm-hmm. yeah. a good friend is honest and pushes each other towards Christ. And so it's we're not saying that having a group of friends is bad. Mm-hmm. Right. It becomes dangerous whenever you're putting your worth and what you're doing into what they want you to do. Mm-hmm. But instead, try to surround yourself with godly people who are going to hold you accountable and help mm-hmm. push you towards the Lord and not towards them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can think back and just think of like, friend groups where it's so easy to be like, yeah, we encourage each other, Mm -hmm. but what are you encouraging each other Mm -hmm. in? Is it Mm -hmm. to just do better and to have a good day and to, you know, not say one thing to that one person that's annoying? You know, is that, Mm -hmm. is that all we're encouraging each other in? Mm -hmm. Because as Christians, if we 
if we are know what we are called to do, we should be encouraging each other to a higher calling, yeah. to sharing the gospel mm-hmm. and keeping each other accountable, not just, you know, you've got this but actually challenging yeah. us. Yeah. Like Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind mm-hmm. that you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, mm-hmm. pleasing, and perfect will. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just keeping not only challenging your friends, you know, and encouraging mm-hmm. them, but knowing that there is a bigger purpose in all of the things that we yeah. do. And a lot of times I think encouragement could look maybe to the world or maybe to like just an outsider as almost like, somebody being really harsh to somebody, but, you know, um, like God calls us to, to speak in, in truth and love with one another, like with mm-hmm. true friendship and uh, with being accountable. And so a lot of times it, it kind of hurts a little bit. Sometimes it's, it's a hard because yeah. you're, you're having to, you're having somebody maybe pull out a weakness and you pull out something that you're mm-hmm. struggling with. And, you know, they, if, you know, they're doing it out of love and truth, you know, then that, that you know, it should be a good thing and if they bring it up to Christ, but a lot of times it's just this is really difficult to even ask somebody to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as soon as you can kind of make that that friendship and that connection and just have Christ at the center of that, then it it builds it so much more and and brings you so much more closer to Christ, which is that's the goal, folks. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing that we can do um, is kind of something we touched on earlier in the episode where we talked about. Uh, branching out and finding people at school who may disagree with what um, you believe in and may not have that firm foundation of faith and Mm -hmm. witnessing to them and, you know, being kind to them and showing the love of God through them Mm -hmm. because they are, first of all, they're important. God loves them. They're God's child too. So Mm -hmm. that's important. But also it can help prepare us for future yeah. opportunities in the world as well. So really it's just a win-win situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an important thing that you can do too, get some practical application. Yeah. yeah. And this is kind of, I feel like this is kind of a cop-out answer because I, I, I think at MOBAP, you know, we always hear, I, I feel like I always hear, you know, like the minister or my minister who was the cha- chapel guy. Whoever is, <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. Somebody they're always like, well, you know, like here, like, you know, MOBAP is the mission field. And that that is very much so true. But I think I we say this a lot, but then when do we actually reflect and see what we're actually doing now? When do we because a lot of times we, yeah, well, a lot of times we just still live in our in our comfortable friendships and our mm-hmm. relationships in our Christian community, which, again, can be a good thing and are a good thing. But how much does, does God tell us in the Bible to just keep, yeah. keep your place to yourself? Yeah. Um, and so I, I think the importance in this, is really just just looking to see if you're actually doing this and mm-hmm. um because how can we go out and be like oh well you know i i just don't call the missions because i can go out and spread the word i can talk to anybody about christ but yet here in our own college campus we can't even do that with somebody yeah. who lives right next to us yeah and so we don't you know i i'm not saying i'm not discounting you know missions across other countries there's purpose in that too but i'm saying that there's a mission right here and how mm-hmm. often are we even living that out yeah it it's how many, how often do we, we don't want to, sometimes we don't want to branch out because we're like, yeah, that conversation is going to be awkward and maybe they don't even want to talk to me mm-hmm. and you know, I'll have to run into them again. Mm-hmm. But like we've said earlier, also, we mm-hmm. weren't called to this because it was easy mm-hmm. or because it was in our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. God calls us out of that. 
Yeah. Because Jesus, he came out of his comfort zone. He right. came out of heaven, you know? Yeah, he came the down. Most comfortable place ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Live our best lives here. Like, no. That's... No. <laughs> and best so, uh, yeah. 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 And it kind of goes like with the, like, like what verse we were talking about earlier. You know, it says like, um, like striving together as one for the faith of the gospel without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. And I, I know I just said the same verse again, but that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it looks like living it out. It is like, <laughs> whenever we're talking to people, we're like, we're like, oh, maybe they'll oppose you. Like, yeah, they probably will. <laughs> and so, <laughs> Duh. like, that's what God tells us is going to happen. So, you know, now, what do we, you know, not that, not that we're looking to be opposed. We're not looking, we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking. We're to, not running around picking fights. Yeah, Please do yeah. not. Don't, don't, don't take do that. that. As <laughs> but, but also not being, not not living off of oh if I get somebody who accepts Jesus who who agrees with me then I've then I've done it you know that's right. that's not what that's not what the gospel says that's not what yeah. God says in His Word so right yeah. so a third thing that we can do to practically um, prepare to help solve this problem and go against this problem is to join the community now and get involved in the local area whether it's finding a job sport hobby group something outside of the Christian college environment. Because that way, whenever you're at school, you know, you're still getting that um, outpouring of love and support, but then you're also involving yourself in a more practical area where you can start applying those things that you are being taught at your school. Yeah, it's very easy to stay on campus and to do what, you know, just be in your own little community, be in your clubs at a school, be in your classes, staying within those, but... I want everyone to know if you are, even if you're in high school, you are at an age where you can go out mm-hmm. and join clubs and do and something, do something <laughs> outside where you're interacting with other people. Mm-hmm. You are not, you know, there's always something restricted. You do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or in a different environment than you, whether that's, um, you know, being in a sport where you practice every day or in a group of meets once a week or even if you're just going to mm-hmm. volunteer somewhere local once a month you know just mm-hmm. something to be able to get you out there and becoming more prepared mm-hmm. yeah i think that i think that one is like the best way to prepare to going out into the secular world like you said and i i wouldn't i don't want to say you know for anyone who's in like i, I mean i especially would i joined a lot of clubs at mbu and i i feel like i had a, a great time with the community here um, but a lot of times there's there's a cost to that as well um, with, with going out into the world and not uh, being so sucked into this environment that it's very difficult to get out there and um, join a different community. Um, and I think I would say from my personal experience that kind of I was really able to see that whenever I started working at the hospital, which I kind of mentioned it earlier when I like introduced myself. But um, that's a job where it's very much so completely secular environment, right. really different, you know, um, and, it, and it's, I would say, mainly different just because people value things differently. Um, people value the way that they, you know, it's not just like, oh, you know, we're just different because, you know, like I can grew up in a Christian faith and this other these other people didn't. It's just kind of the way they live is very different. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and that, that sometimes can be a good thing because, you know, Jesus doesn't call us to live in a way of the world. But then how do we interact with those people and love on those people? Right. Um, and so I would say, like, that was something that I, I kind of struggled with just because I was so used to. I was like, oh, I'm not going to get sucked into the Christian environment, like I said. And then I kind of went there, and I was like, oh, wow, I've really been in it for a very long time. And I, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my goodness, I was like, this is, I was like, this is crazy. I'm just surrounded, like, there's nobody here is really a Christian. Nobody here is a, like sharing their faith. But I go to Mobap, and I'm just, you know, kind of a Bible study anywhere. I go 
yeah. random people and even have conversations about Christ. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, and like now I'm in this environment and I'm like, I want to do really good at my job, but also like how do I, you know, spread the gospel? And so like kind of getting there and it and also I would I would just encourage people who are listening into this is like it's really easy. I as like we we're kind of going through all the practical ways to just look at the list and be like, okay, just checkbox, do this and this and this. I'll join this hobby, join this community. But I would say it takes also just time too. You know, mm-hmm. there's time in building a relationship, building community with other people. And so that's yeah. why I would say it's just just have patience with that as well. Mm-hmm. Just really learn to it may be, you know, it, it just might not come easy for you at first and just really don't just give up at it just because you tried yeah. it for, you know, a month or even mm-hmm. just keep on going, mm-hmm. um, keep on striving in that because yeah. um, that can also be something yeah. that's really difficult. When Jesus reached out to people in the Bible, um, they talked about how he went to not saying the people around you are mm-hmm. horrible, wretched sinners, although honestly, we all are, so <laughs> never mind. Yeah. Um, but Jesus, he didn't just, he walked around and he did tell people the gospel and he did tell them the truth, but there are also so many stories of him going and eating with those people mm-hmm. and going to their homes and to where they live. He didn't say, okay, guys, please come to mm-hmm. chapel at 11 o'clock and have your life changed. Yeah. <laughs> he went to them. Yeah. yeah he, he went, went to, to their them. homes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when he called Zacchaeus, he said Zacchaeus and he looked at him and he acknowledged mm-hmm. him and he went to his house where he was comfortable and sat down and ate with him. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> like you were just saying, like making those relationships that are personal and where you can you where they trust you and not trust you to like turn on them you know or anything like that but trust you where when you tell them what you believe and why you believe it Mm -hmm. they respect you and they're like okay Mm -hmm. you have you have earned that time in my life (laughs) yeah i just wanted to tell everyone who's listening to the podcast that maddie just sang the zacchaeus song (laughs) oh i was so confused i was like why are they laughing i was like i don't understand if you sang the song too whenever she brought the first zacchaeus you were just like maddie congratulations (laughs) so um overall you know we always hear about the idea i feel like you know whenever i sit in certain stuff like when people are first becoming Christians, they're like, oh, I'll do it later, you know. Mm-hmm. I will live my life for me now and live for God later. Mm-hmm. And that mindset can still take place once you become a Christian. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we don't look at that enough. But honestly, you know, a lot of people think that uh, they're called to spread the word and follow God and do missions and stuff, you know, once yeah. once it's convenient for them. Yeah. or Once I've paid they, off debt or once I paid off debt, <laughs> out of once school. I'm out yeah. of college, have once I have a good job, you know? Yeah. But God places emphasis on the mission starting as soon as we accept Jesus and find our faith in him. Mm-hmm. That's immediately. That's not mm-hmm. for later. That's at our job as a Christian at all times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly what I want to say. So if any of you guys are listening, um, I, I came up with this topic because I found out it was something that I really struggled with. And so maybe if you're, you know, you're kind of in school now, maybe you don't even realize it like kind of I did. I would just, again, like we were kind of saying, just really challenge yourself. Just um, just to look at your heart and see what you're following, what, um, whether you're following Christ, whether you're following the people of the world. And, and also mm-hmm. if you are following the world, you know, know that there's grace for that. And God yeah. still forgives you. I'm not trying to. We're not you know, hammering you into anyone. the ground. because I, mean, <laughs> I just want to yeah. emphasize it because of something that I've struggled with and I'm still struggling with and I'm still having to learn every day, you know, how can I spread God's word better? How can I stand firm and be bold in Christ? Because it's a lot easier said than done. Um, and it's a lot easier said than done in a Christian environment, um, which is something that I that I found. So I think one thing I just want to make sure that everyone just 
kind of build an awareness for that and build an, um, and just, just again, look to, to Christ um, through all this as well. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we hope you guys mm-hmm. have been encouraged and definitely challenged and convicted as I feel like I have been as well throughout this whole discussion. Um, and thank you again, Michaela, Ooh. for coming <laughs> on. It was so thank good to have you. What's up, guys? It is time for the verse of the day segment. And so today we're going to be talking about a passage that's found in Matthew 28. And that is verses 18 through 20. And that says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded to you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And this passage in Matthew is referred to as the Great Commission because it is commissioning Christians to go out into the world and share the gospel and bring um, the good news to all nations and all people, whether that nation is across the globe or down the street. God calls us all to be sharing the gospel and as Christians to be pointing others towards him. And so I think that's something that's important to remember, especially with what we talked about today, is that we are always on mission. This great commission is for all of us all the time. We need to be sharing the gospel and pointing people to Christ wherever we go, whether that's across the world or it's to your friend who goes to college with you. So I really hope you guys will Think about that and let the Lord use that passage in your life however he calls you to use it. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that this episode challenged you and just brought to light some things um, in the way that we live and how we should be living differently. And I hope that y'all would keep up with us on Instagram at jam underscore the podcast. Until next time, I hope that you guys have a great rest of your week, I guess. Yeah. Week. Weeks? I don't know. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>